This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You and your brother had different uh, routes to come to Washington and leave Washington? Yeah, for sure. We, were, we talked about it. It's very funny, you know, his situation and then me coming right in. You know, everybody got different situations for sure. So he just wished me the best of luck. And he, like I was saying, like he loved this school. He had nothing, nothing against this school. It's just his situation was different. So just learning everything about this school from him and then coming to experience it is real, it's real well for sure. Like, I really love it here, to be honest. The players, coaches, everybody, even the people around Seattle made it real welcoming here, so did, it was real good. Did they recruit you coming out of high school, Washington? Yes, sir. And Arizona State just felt right at that time? Yes, sir. Arizona State felt pretty pretty good fit at the time. You know, reason being, like, the players we were bringing in at the time, everybody in my, in my class, we were, we were all super hyped about it. We all came from high schools of winning championships, and that was our goal to win Pac-12 championships as, as soon as we come in. So that was something I've never really seen before either. You know, all the kids, all the freshmen talking about how much they want to work and win. So that was that's the main reason why I picked ASU over Washington all the time. What were you looking for in a school when you went in the portal? Mainly just a, a coach to get me, you know, make me a better player. And then players to, to push me. I didn't want I didn't want I didn't want no starting position to be handed to me at all. Like if I'm gonna start, it's gotta be I earned it for sure. I worked for it. I worked my tail off for it. So I know that the players here, the competition here was gonna push me to to be great no matter what. And so that's that's really mainly what sort of was their message to you about the, the competition and the depth chart and sort of your your role and what type of player they saw you as in their offense? Yeah, they they say they got guys, but they just want more. Like, they, we want more. We want more guys who can do more. You know, they saw I got a lot of my, a lot of my uh, toolbox, and so they just wanted to say if you could do these things, you could be on the field, you could play a lot more than you did at ASU because ASU, I didn't, I didn't see the field that much, and that was – Due to other own other reasons, I don't know, but you know this coach said if I just do the right things here, on and off the field, see the field, and believe them, and I, I believe he's a great coach as well. So, and you, you and Dylan were here on the same weekend, right? In terms of visiting, or around yes, the same time. Was there conversations as that was happening about obviously your two kind of different different backs? We come in and both kind of make an impact here. Yes, sir. We we actually um, so we took the visit together after dinner. They put us in rooms, like, literally right next to each other. So we got in the room. We literally started talking ball from the jump. I started talking ball from the jump. So just we started watching film and everything, just, you know, how, how it fits us both. And honestly, I wasn't even I – was, I was super close not coming here a little bit. But, I mean, just reading his fit, you know, the competition, going to get you better. 
and you know the coaching staff how it's going to push you to be the greatest like I've learned a lot from coach Mark's already so that's a great plus so we were just talking about that in the room you know that whole night so that was one big reason why I attended here as well so you mentioned Ariel's experience a little bit. Were you around the program a lot, just coming visiting for games, for practices? I mean, how, how much were you around the program back in that time? I was, oh, yeah, around the program a lot. I remember a lot of the coaches, like Coach Pete, Coach KB, then all the defensive coaches a little bit. I remember I was around this program a lot. Came to a couple games. Took up, Here in Clemson, main yeah. schools, I took my visits to since my brothers uh, yeah. came here. What's Ariel up to right now? Oh, he just got done with the pro day at his school, so he's hoping to get uh, signed, drafted, hopefully. He's praying for that. Are you, the, are you the fastest running back in the room? <laughs> Ooh, to be completely honest, might, you might have to give that to the freshman. Tybo. Ty, yeah, Tybo, he, he moving pretty good. You got to tell him to slow down, too, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he moving. Hey, Marks. What's the balance between getting reps for someone like Cam Davis who you know obviously still needs to continue building skill mm-hmm. but maybe you're a little more familiar with his game mm-hmm. versus someone like Daniel Nagata who's new here Dylan Johnson who's new here uh, yeah absolutely the, the reps that are scripted versus you know obviously move the ball where it's not you you want to try to get guys like Daniel and Dylan and Tybo and guys like that those reps because now it's like all right we can not so much script for success, but you can kind of help those guys. Like, all right, here goes your reps. You still need to – you're not going to know where they're coming, but you still need to make sure you get your eyes to the sideline, process information, and play. But now they know, like, all right, I'm going to get these 10 reps. And these kind of what they are. And just try to build on that. And then eventually, slowly but surely, just kind of, you know, let them – let you know, let the leash go a little bit and just let those guys kind of play a little bit and just want to make sure they, uh, they just have a ton of confidence. Because uh, that's the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to kill their confidence right away. It's like, hey, let's just continue to stack wins on top of each other and then just play fast. Even as you screw up, that's okay. You know, we can learn from a failure. As long as it's full speed and they're playing hard and they're still having fun, that's, that's really what I care about right now. When you guys went into the portal this offseason, was there a particular skill set you're looking for? Like, okay, our running backs didn't have as much of this last year. We need to go add somebody who can do this. Uh, you, know, you know, you're always trying to you know, find ways to continue to make in the room better, and that's just trying to find the best guys, in the, whether that's in the portal, out of high school. And we really felt like we, we've added some, some uh, I would say, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say talent, but just, just competitive guys to the room that have, you know, a pretty versatile skill set where they can, they can really be, you know, be on the field the whole time where you don't have to take them out on third down. They can play first, second, or third down, and you feel really, really good about it. Is there anybody really standing out these first seven practices? Who you're yeah, I think, with? I think Cam Davis is this is the best we, I've seen him practice since he's been here, uh, since I've been here, um, which is really, really good to see. He should be better. He's older. He's another, you know, he's he's uh, has another year, you know, in the offense where he can really learn. And now it's like he doesn't have to think as much now. He's just he's playing with more confidence. Um, Sam Adams has been practicing pretty well um, of late and. Um, you know, Tybos have been having flashing, doing some things, and you know, he's, you gotta, you know, now I wouldn't necessarily say fully hold his hand through it, but you know, it's just like he's still supposed to be in high school. He's only 17 years old. You know, he turned 17 in September, so he won't be 18 until our season starts. And uh, 
So just just looking for these guys to continue to to get better, and they they all been doing a pretty good job. Will had a good practice um, on Monday, and uh, so it's uh, it's been it's been good so far. Lee, I was just curious, just jumping on the kind of the reps and things like that. You've got so many miles to feed in that room, and I know they're all hungry to get them. Do you actually have to go to maybe some of the vets like a Cam Davis or a Richard and talk to them maybe before spring and go? You know, we got a lot yeah, of new absolutely. guys coming in. Mm. We don't feel slighted, mm. but this is we got to get these guys absolutely up and ready yeah, to go. You definitely want to have that conversation. That's just respect for those guys. Those guys have earned that, right? And I would think for anyone, really, you want to make sure you you have you communicate with them and say, "Hey, this is what I need from you. Yeah. I need you to understand. Like these guys, we need to see what they can do." Yeah. And you know, you just and they've been great about it. To be honest, Cam has been awesome about it. Rich has been awesome about it. Um, and they've really been helping the, the new guys out a ton, just helping them those guys learn and coaching those guys, which ultimately will, should make those guys better, Yeah, and um, which, which has been good. And, again, asking uh, Chris's question about the portal, it sure looks like when you kind of mentioned that idea of a Marshall Falk type, you talked about an every-down mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of back, mm-hmm. catch and run, equal measure, pass pro, the whole bit. It feels like Dylan Johnson and, and Daniel and Gata kind of fit that mold. Is that what, is that just in general kind of the way you approached it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's can it, probably the number one question we we, we probably ask um, when we're recruiting a guy or watching a guy as an offensive staff is we all need to come to an agreement. Like, all right, yes, we know he can run the ball, he can break tackles, but is he a willing blocker? Can he catch the ball? Um, you know, is he a guy that's going to put in the time to learn our offense? Does he love football? Um, and really get a chance to sit with these guys, that's what they, I mean, those guys love football. And they can do those, those other things as well. They're willing to, to block. They're willing to play special teams. They're willing to do uh, some of the dirty work that you need as a running back to make sure that you're a complete football player and you're just not about being a meat guy and just I have to touch the ball 30 times. It's like, no, I'm a block. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to help my team win. Yeah. Obviously, with Rich and, and, and Cam, you kind of know that they're willing blockers. You've seen it in person. You've got evidence to suggest that. And obviously, you want these guys to be all to be willing blockers. But is any one of the new guys or the upcoming guys kind of surprised you and maybe gone above your expectations as being willing blockers? Uh, Dylan was good. Dylan stuck his face in there one practice. And, I mean, the guy stopped in his tracks. I mean, he's, you know, he's a bigger back, strong kid. Um, you know, he takes pride in being physical. And those things. So uh, he had a good block. Daniels had a couple good blocks as well. Um, you know, Tybo's obviously learning. It's more so just, hey, you know, on the other side of the ball, these guys, you know, they're on scholarship too, and they're pretty good, and they're being taught how to defeat blocks. And you need to have obviously great, you know, great effort, but technique along with it as well. Sure. sure. And so he's learning that side, and he'll continue to get better. But um, I would say all three, you know, have done a pretty good job of just coming in here and really embracing who we are going to be in our room. Yeah. And with Tybo specifically, as a true freshman, you talked about how young he is. I remember one of the first three practices before you guys went on break, mm-hmm. he didn't shy away when there was a bit of a skirmish. I think it was that last one mm-hmm. where he started to put on some pads, mm-hmm. and I think Julius was involved, and there mm-hmm. was some... Oh, yeah. Do you talk to him at all beforehand about saying you never get a chance to make a you know a second chance to make a first impression? So you, you maybe it, it, you have to get in there and you have to kind of hmm. man up and, and show a little something first to, to to you know show these guys that you, that you're willing to mix it up a little bit as a young guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely talk about um, you know I have each one of my guys kind of talk about 
you know, their first time. And, you know, sometimes you only get one shot. And, you know, and if you – obviously, I wouldn't say if you screw it up, but it's like you need to show something yeah. when you first, you know, get your opportunity. And these guys have done a really, really good job of doing that. So um, that's definitely addressed in the room. We talk about it all the time. And, and um, I always say either you uh, – you know, you get what you emphasize. So let's make sure we emphasize being, you know, tough and physical guys and, and team guys as well. <laughs> Jeremy Bernard, how's it feel to be back? It feels great. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the environment. I'm, lo I'm loving the new coaching staff. I'm loving the new players. It's very family oriented. And I'm just, I love to be here and I'm blessed to be here. Take me back to when you guys played here last year with Michigan State, and you were standing on that other sideline. What was going through your head? Uh, I was just focused on the game, you know, not really anything else. Just focus on my job and doing the right thing when I'm in the game. Does it look familiar to you coming back out here? Yeah, of course. I've been out here plenty of times on, on game days when I was when I was a recruit, and then <laughs> when I when I was finally able to play, it, it felt good being out here. You know what I'm saying? Seeing some of my old, old friends and seeing some of the coaches. So it, it was a good feeling playing here, out here. I just When you were recruited here, it was by Coach Adams. Maybe mm -hmm. compare and contrast Coach Adams and Coach Shepard. Coach Shepard, Coach Shepard that, he, he a great man. You know? he, he a great coach. You know what I'm saying? I, I love the tools that he teaches us every day. I love the energy that he brings. You know what I'm saying? It, it, makes, me, it makes me motivated to want to come to practice, you know what I'm saying, and practice. So, I mean, I, I love Coach Shep. And that former island going to motivate you, too, so don't forget that, okay? <laughs> hey, Shep. <laughs> At what point last year did you start thinking about Washington again? Uh, it was probably towards, like, the end, end of my season. It was towards the end of my season. You know what I'm saying? Things weren't going the way that I expected. And so I started thinking of things like what would be best for me, the best option for me and my family. So, yeah, so... You talk a little bit about this offense and how it's different than maybe when you were recruited here, how it's different and maybe how it's different from Michigan State. It's much more explosive. Um, you know what I'm saying? We got all the right coaches. We got, what, like four OCs on the coaching staff, so they, they know what, what they're doing. You know, they put us in the right position to make plays as receivers. So I love how explosive our offense is, and being a receiver, that's, that's what we like most. How would you kind of describe your, your conversations with this staff when you did decide to, to sign that, you know, December coming out of high school and, and then decide to, to go to Michigan State? Uh, it, it, it was good conversation, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was just kind of getting to meet all the new coaches and, and stuff. Um, they were very welcoming, and they, they understood my decision. And so we, we still had that, you know what I'm saying, connection when I came back. So for them to want me still, it was a big blessing to me because I felt like coming back here was the right decision for me. Who, who reached out you, first? Who reached out first? Yeah, you or them. Uh, it was me. Yeah? Yep. When, when you entered the portal, was the idea oh, in your yeah, head like, sorry. I want to go back to UW? Or were yeah. you, did you go in thinking, okay, I'm going to keep my options open? Or was the idea always to come back here? Uh, the, the idea was already to come back here. When I went into the portal, I knew where I wanted to go. I, I didn't want to deal with all, like, you know what I'm saying, the recruiting process over again. So I, I knew where I wanted to go. How weird was the Washington-Michigan State game for you? Uh, it, it really wasn't weird to me. It, it was actually a, a fun game because I was able to play against some of my boys here and stuff, but I, it, it wasn't weird to me. I was just focused on my job and doing the right things when I was in the game.
your parents' reaction to you making the move? They they really love the decision. They love the coaching staff. They love how you know what I'm saying they treat us and how welcoming they are. So my my family they they loved they loved it every single moment of it. How do you fit into this offense? Uh, you know what I'm saying I'm I'm just learning right now. You know what I'm saying so they they're trying to get me acclimated to everything. Um, I think that I fit in very well with the receiver room that we got. You know what I'm saying I think I bring. I bring some stuff to the table, you know what I'm saying, that we can all build on and the other receivers can build on as well. And, and I feel like I can learn from the receivers that we already got in the room. How hard is it to learn this offense? Uh, I'm, it's, not, it's not really a struggle for me because I make sure I'm in the playbook every day and I know what I'm doing. So my, my preparation is pretty good. Um, for anybody else, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know what I'm saying. But for me, it's not, it's not really that hard. I just got to keep, you know what I'm saying, staying in the playbook and, and Continue to know what I'm doing. Is it different? Keep tabs on the Huskies throughout the season. Yeah, of course. Run up points and. Of course I did, cause you know what I'm saying like I said, some of my boys is already playing. Some of my boys is playing like uh, JP and, and J Max, so in Rome. So I made sure I kept tabs on them and checked in and see how they were doing and stuff like that. Is it different catching passes from Mike? Oh yeah, Mike is a he, he's a pro quarterback, so you know what I'm saying he makes our job much easier, and you know what I'm saying for. A quarterback like that, you know what I'm saying, you, you can gain a lot and you can learn a lot from him. So, I'm wondering, you obviously were verbally committed here for a long time, signed here uh, through multiple coaching staffs. What's been the thing that's drawn you to Washington since the very beginning, since, since you were first in, you know, in, in Vegas coming out here? Uh, I, lo- I love the culture that they have out here, you know what I'm saying? Every, everybody's welcoming, you know what I'm saying? No, no matter if you're a transfer or you were recruited, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's welcoming, and that's what I love about this. It's a brotherhood, you know what I'm saying? Even even with the coaches, the coaches are very welcoming, you know what I'm saying? They make you feel like you are you wanted to be here. You played your first game, obviously, here on the opposite sideline. When you think about the next one, wearing purple, what do you think that's going to feel like? It's going to feel great, you know what I'm saying? It's going to feel great for my family to be able to watch me here where I was committed originally. It's going gonna, it's gonna to feel great to, you know what I'm saying, show the fans what I have and what I can bring to the table. Jeremy, uh, when, when you committed here, this was a pro-style offense, and now it's kind of like a wide receiver's dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you understand that when you met DeBoer, or did you have to learn it as the season went on, that this uh, was the perfect place for a wide receiver? He, he explained to me, and we, we had a discussion about it when I was – first coming up here and I mean I I really was just going through a lot mentally during that stage but during the season I officially I I saw that and I was like I want to be a part of that so I love I love being a part of it now now I'm in it can you give us your best Jamarcus Shepard story my best Jamarcus okay so he's not around anymore not yet (laughs) so look so I come back to the crib you know what I'm saying he comes he comes visit coach Shep I, I, I didn't know how Coach Shep was because I never really, like, you know what I'm saying, got to meet him. But my, my mentor, he was like, Coach Shep, like, he's, he's a good dude, you know what I'm saying? He's full of energy. I didn't know he was going to be like how he was. He, he came in the crib, you know what I'm saying? And he's all hyped up, he, you know what I'm saying? He has that energy. I'm like, dang, like, bruh, I, I like this energy. I, I like this coach, you know what I'm saying? So ever since then, me and his relationship has been good.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Josh Cuevas. As offensive coordinator, um, it just kind of made the decision easy to kind of get a bigger opportunity for myself. Um, Washington was very opportunistic for me and just seemed to where like it made me more well-rounded tight end and that's kind of what I wanted and it's just going to help me get to that next step of the NFL. Did you give the ASU any thought because of Baldwin? Uh, for sure. I knew I was going to get, uh, I knew what I was going to get if I went to ASU. Baldwin, big pass offense. Uh, he knows what I do. I know what he does. Um, it's just kind of like mutual respect out of it. Um, but after more thought, I just kind of migrated towards Washington because the the people here are just outstanding. They're crazy. And did they just reach out to you when you're in the portal and say, you know, look at us? Washington? Yeah. No, Coach Sheridan and Coach Marks actually came and saw me in San Luis Obispo, and we had a dinner. We talked to, we talked over uh, logistics about it, um, just kind of getting a feel of what the coaching staff is like and. Um, I actually met Coach Marks in high school. Uh, he has a good connection with my high school coach. And uh, he uh, visited me on my first uh, like recruiting round coming out of high school. Unfortunately, I didn't get uh, his offer from there. Um, this is when I don't quite remember where he was at before Washington, but um, Boise yeah. State, I, I think, where? Uh, Fresno State, Boise State. He, oh, Boise State. Yeah. There it was. Yeah, he came and visited me when he was at Boise State. And uh, I kind of knew him from there, and we just kind of kept that uh, connection going. So. Does anybody give you a hard, hard time about your name? I mean, you could easily be Jose Corvo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some coaching staff uh, coaches joke about it all the time. Uh, I don't mind it. It's just all in the culture. It's just kind of building connections between us, um, that camaraderie. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm good. Have you, good have you, to meet you. Thank you. Appreciate have you, it. Have you had a welcome to Power 5 football moment yet? Um, physically, hitting, no, not yet. Mentally, for sure. Just kind of like that, getting into the playbook and just kind of going, making that transition from Cal Poly to Washington really just kind of stimulated my mind even more and just kind of has me diving into the playbook even more than I did uh, at Cal Poly. So for sure, this, this Power 5 kind of dynamic is big change for me you know going from high school to college is I mean it's a big step up how big of a step up is this coming into Washington um I was told kind of coming into it that it was going to be a big step so I was expecting um big changes and when I'm here like I'm experiencing them firsthand but uh, I can't say that I was surprised by him because coach Sheridan was doing a great job reaching out to me every day kind of letting me know like hey you're going to be a good player um you just need to work hard get get going with it and uh ultimately I'm trusting the process and trusting him completely so how hard how hard is this what's the hardest part 
uh, definitely learning the playbook. Once I get the playbook down, I think it'll be 100% go. Uh, I'll be way more confident on the field, performing my best, and just kind of uh, keep it flowing. Is it? Are you still thinking more than playing? I mean, is are you starting to be able to react a little bit? Um, for some plays, for sure. Like uh, we have some plays uh, from install one, earlier installs that I kind of have solidified in my mind a little bit, and those are the kind of ones that I just kind of get going quickly on. Um, but the newer ones that we just installed, maybe like the past week or this week, um, there's definitely some thought going on. But um, whenever I think about it, I try my best to get on the line and get going. Catching passes from Mike. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mike's a great guy. I love him. But uh, him, Demo, all those guys, just kind of getting the hands going a little bit, getting used to their, their throws and putting in that work. Anybody stand out to you when you got here? You just kind of go, Wow. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody kind of, I think in some manner, just kind of like Washington, wow, like this is a great program, great school, great players. So when I got here, I was more surprised at like how awesome the group of guys are and just kind of welcoming that, how welcoming they were to me as a transfer coming in, as a new guy. Um, I just kind of, without hesitation, just hopped into the culture and just they accepted me for who I was and grateful for that. Off the field stuff, classes. Uh, schoolwork, mm. training table, just the city. You know, talk yeah. a little bit about that. So I come from Los Angeles, big city, kind of making that transition from big city to big city was super easy for me. Um, and so that dynamic is no problem at all. And with, as far as classes go, they have a great support staff here, academic advisors, meet with them once a week at least. And we just kind of go over different like classes that I have. They keep me on top of my work, just deadlines. And they'll even uh, go out of their way to kind of reach out and Asked me if I did my work on time, just kind of seeing if I turned in stuff. And um, for that, I'm ultimately grateful because um, I don't think I would really be in the successful position that I am right now academically if it weren't for them. So. Go-to spot in L.A. for Husky fans going down to SC? <sighs> Probably. Give, give, me, give, give me an eats place. An eats place? Oh, my God. I know this one place in Burbank. I used to live in Burbank. Um... We call it Barney's, and it's in this kind of, like, little shopping center, and they, they have a big, like, almost, like, stadium seating area where they have TVs in front of it, and there's, like, bar services and things like that, too, where they bring out food, and you just kind of sit there, watch the games. It's, it's a pretty cool uh, atmosphere, especially uh, game days. Guard Memoir. Really high regard. Has, has it been tough being, having to be patient? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely been tough, but I uh, just keep uh, keep trying to get better. That's all I can do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like you and uh, Hatchet are both getting a shot to run with the ones, uh, you know, where the tackles are kind of set. and Maybe Mateo's got a real, you know, leg up at center. It looks like you guys, though, still are pushing the guards, making it a competition. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of competition in uh, the guard spot right now, and it's mixing it up getting different guys in so it's, it's definitely been good it just makes every, it makes everyone a lot better because you know there's competition yeah. now i uh i looked up your kind of your some of your family history and saw you had a great uncle that played in the nfl yeah and he had yeah. kind of a nice nickname do you do you have something like that big mammal uh no i don't have a nickname no no no, no. do you want one uh, <laughs> uh i mean i i do but it's kind of it's locker room it's locker room nicknames yeah. did you ever meet him 
Uh, no, I did not. He was deceased by the Yeah, he was. Time yeah, he was. Yep. So uh, you feel pretty good this year? I mean, you've really paid some dues, and now you're you're kind of in the mix. You feel pretty good about things? That yeah. You're going to get a good shot to play yeah. some? Yep. Yeah, I really do. Okay. Well, good. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good to meet you. But I was just curious. You probably haven't played tackle since high school. No, I haven't. So what's that been like, just basically playing the entire left side? Uh, it's been good, definitely mixing it up a little bit. But, yeah, no, I definitely – I like playing inside a lot better. But uh, I've, I've gotten uh, some reps at tackle here this spring ball, and it's uh, it's slowly coming back to me a little bit. Yeah. It, what do you appreciate more about playing inside? Is it just more familiarity, just because that's what you've been doing since you got here? Yeah, just, yeah I'm f- more familiar with it. That's why I've been practicing my whole entire time here. And then – just the tackle, yeah, just helping out when I when I need to. Right. Well, just in terms of just the, the competition, though, obviously you lose the the guys that are only returning are the guys that are the guards. Yeah. So, or, or excuse me, the, the, tackles, yeah, the tackles, the tackles. Sorry, the guards are actually the ones. Yeah. Because you lost Jackson, you lost Henry, and yep. then you lose the center as well, yep. Corey. Yep. What's it like now having to be part of, not so much a revamped middle, but part of a maybe a group that's now kind of, maybe getting thrown into the fire a little bit uh i mean both both uh nate and uh julius have both uh started games and played games so there's a there's definitely experience there and then i i know me me and garen we've played we've played in some games too so we've, we've gotten some experience there so it's, it's helped out it feels like the expectation's been set though a little bit in terms of the guys in front of you have kind of yeah you've we, got 11 and 2 to think about as well it seems like yeah. there's a lot to, to a lot going on yeah i know uh jackson and bonnie they set a, a great a great standard and we're just trying to uphold that and keep it keep it going what has been the major difference between what the offensive line had to do under the previous offense with coach donovan as opposed to what you guys ended up having to do with coach grubb as the new oc uh, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Just like, in terms of what were the – does it feel like you guys are just running an entirely different offense from from Coach yeah, Don and Coach yeah. Grubb? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, but in just in terms of your specific responsibilities and just does it feel like it fits more of the style of what you would want to be doing? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, with, yeah. with Coach Donovan, it was like downhill run. Yeah. It's like as an inside guy, I would think that it's would be the, like your wheelhouse. Yeah, but yet it feels like you guys have been so much more successful. Obviously, running this this type of newer offense, yeah. type of offensive scheme. Yeah, I mean, Coach Krupp, Coach Grubb is great, and he knows what he's doing. And we got a great quarterback, great great quarterbacks that uh, get us in uh, the right protections and the check calls. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Card. Yeah, I appreciate problem. it. Ryan Grove, versatile player. Did you have any conversations with him when he was thinking about transferring back here? Uh, no, not till not till he had cleared, you know, into the portal and all that. And then once he was in the portal, then we could talk to him. He was a highly rated guy in high school. Obviously, do you think there's a lot of untapped potential there that wasn't? Oh yeah, at Michigan State. Uh, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know how he fit or what you know what kind of work he put in there. Uh, but I, I do think that. You know, he's got the best footballs ahead of him. He's a really talented kid. We're, we're super excited to have him. Hey, Ryan, I was curious, just from a from a install standpoint as the coordinator, how did the, the split in schedule work to your advantage, do you think? Well, I think the one thing you try to do is load him up on the front end. So try to get as much information to him, you know, early and know that there's going to be some of that stuff that they can cogitate on, you know, over break. So I think that that's, that's one thing you can do is try to front load it a little bit more and know that you're going to come back and have to review the information you already put in 
So, you know, try to get a lot in early, I think, was, was adv- advantageous for us. Did you use the word cogitate to them? when you? No, we don't use words like that. Yeah, I'd, I don't want Rosengarten staring at me weird. <laughs> you, you were, I mean, even dating back to, like, this time last year, you were really high on, on your guys' pass protection potential. You yeah. thought that could be a, a strength. Do you feel similarly about this group with replacing some starters on the old? Um, I, I do. I think that, um, you know, Corey, Corey is, uh, you know, obviously Jackson and Biney are wildly talented, but it always starts with the center. Everywhere I've ever been, as far as efficiency, protecting the quarterback always starts with him. And so, you know, Taylor's got to keep growing in his command and, you know, how serious he takes practice. And that role is just so pivotal in this offense. You know, I know some people, it's a community effort, some would say, but I I feel like it always falls back on, you know, really our center and our quarterback. And they all do a great job and they take a ton of ownership, but I think that'll be the, the part that'll make or break us. Are there specific challenges, Ryan, when you miss when you lose the entire middle of your offensive line? Because I know a lot of people focus on the tackles and you know blocking on an island and having the blind side and all that. That's pretty obvious. But in the middle, what do you what do you lose or what do you have to regain? Well, I think you know the the thing about the inside is the physicality can be on you right now. So what I mean by that is obviously they're closer to the quarterback. So if you get guys in one on one situations and penetration happens on the inside, whether it's pass protection or run game I think you know your quarterback's eyes are falling during the pass protection and then your running backs are not getting you know the right cut lanes that they need to to be successful in the run game so I think the problems can happen a lot quicker um, on the inside and then and then again not trying to be repetitive but the center position is is so critical I think that you know there's a lot of pressure in that position and and you have to produce at that spot if you don't produce that spot um, it, it'll be tough to function as an offense. Are you seeing from Mateo the, the things you'd like to see from a you know a sixth-year senior who's stepping into that that starting position? Um, physically, yes. I think Teo's got maybe as big a tool set as anybody on the offense. Um, like to see him be more serious sometimes, you know. And, and um, I think that he's really grown in that honestly already in the first six or seven practices. But just going to keep pushing him to to be a mature leader and and really, you know change the vibe of a practice if you need him to so and Corey just Corey was a very serious guy like he he was you know goofy but like he took every practice very serious you know and and uh you know that's that's something we want to keep working with tail right you, you might even ask this but just talk to talk to Nagata and just what what does he bring that's a little bit different in his toolbox than than the other guys in that room well, Daniel's a little bit more of a you know a speed guy that you know if he gets out in the open he can really you know hurt a defense and maybe go the distance so a little bit of that home run threat um, and then I think that you know he's pretty again he fits the mold a lot of ways that a lot of our guys do as far as catching the football and things like that but I think there's a little bit more of that you know you get the ball on the outside with a guy like Daniel and you might get a decent sized hit. What sort of, I mean, that's probably part of it, I'm sure, but when you guys went in the portal looking for running backs and you took two again this year, what's, what sort of skills were you looking for that maybe you felt like were, were lacking? Yeah, I think one of them was, you know, whether it's make you miss or break a tackle, guys that win in open space. And I felt like Dylan and Daniel both do that. You know, Dylan can make you miss a little bit, but also, you know, is, is a very, very powerful kid, you know, and breaks a lot of tackles and did in the SEC. So, we're expecting the same here. And then Daniel, you know, as I mentioned, can be, you know, more on the elusive side, good vision, looking for cut lanes and things like that. So I, I felt like a big part of it was they had to fit the mold of what our backs do, but, you know, just more wins you know, in, in space and one-on-ones. Do you feel like Tybo has also kind of fit that mold yeah. as well? 
Yeah, absolutely. Tybo's had a really good uh, spring ball already, so he's he's showed a lot of flashes, and, and I think he's a guy that could potentially help us this year. Looked like he got his nose in like early in practice. Like I think there was a couple skirmishes, maybe that third practice before spring break, and it seems like he got his, he took his chance to kind of tell people that he was uh, he wasn't here just for show. No, he, Tybo definitely has an edge to him. It's one of the things I loved about recruiting him. He's a very serious kid. You know, he crack a joke and he's going to probably barely smile, you know, and I kind of like that about him. So he was just a good, tough kid. You can kind of feel that and how he, you know, preps and plays and things like that. So we got a, a lot of optimism for Tybo. It is kind of the, the strategy to balancing running back reps this spring. When you've got so many guys, some you're familiar with, some you're seeing for the first time. Yeah, you know, we, I think it, it's really been, you know, just think about the room. I think CD has honestly already improved since the season. And kind of seeing him, he's really kind of solidified himself as, as a true one right now, which is a little bit different than last year. And so then it's starting to fit the other parts in. Like, what is Sam Adams? What can he really do? You know, we didn't spring ball didn't have him, fall camp didn't have him. He was kind of hurt in fall camp. You know, so it was really, you know, getting that guy out and stretching his legs a little bit and seeing who's going to be the two and the three and, and going to be able to push that room. So I think you got to be creative and, and both put guys in positions where you know they're going to have a chance to showcase their talents, but also put them in positions where you're like, hey, I know, you know, Will Nixon needs to work on his pass protection. Let's make him pick this blitz up and see if he gets better at it, you know. So I think testing the, both the strengths and weaknesses, I think, will be key this whole spring ball. Did you where see does uh, Aaron Dumas fit into all that Oh, he's, he's trying. He's working on getting reps. He's trying hard to, to get those reps. There's some guys that have kind of jumped in front of him a little bit, but he's he's doing a great job. What's he, what's he need? I noticed he didn't catch any balls like in New Mexico. Is that one of the things that he needs to No, show? Aaron's hands are pretty good. He, you know, his speed, um, things like that. Speed's probably the biggest thing. It's it's April, but, I mean, do yeah. you see Cam as, as RB1 right now? Yeah, if it was, you know, today was a game, he'd, he'd be RB1 for sure. You know, we'd... Dylan's, uh, you know, coming back from a few different injuries right now, so we're kind of working with him right now. But it would have been nice to get get a few more reps and see him, see where you know he fits in that mix. But um, I, I think it's great. You know, it's just competition. All those guys are trying harder, working harder. You know, they're they're doing a good job as a room, and there's just there's a ton of competition in there. And they know, you know, typically, you know, with the receivers we have, it's hard to take a guy like J Mac or Giles off the field to bring another running back in. So they know most of the time there's only going to be one of them out there. With Kaleppo practicing at right guard, playing at left guard, is he more tuned to one of those positions or are you just trying to get him more reps on both sides? You know, trying to do both. You know, try to cross-train those guys a little bit. I think Nate and Juice, the nice part about both those guys is if you get them right or left-handed, they can also serve you well as tackle depth on that particular side. So if you can keep them isolated potentially to a side that's great Nate has shown a little bit of a propensity to be able to go both ways and he's pretty comfortable both ways honestly Nate you know obviously started games last year left and really has had no fall off playing right he did that last year a little bit um, during practices late in season two how was uh, Landon Hatch's intro to college football then oh it's good I think Lena's doing a good job He's, you know, had a bad snap today, and that didn't look very good. But um, he's doing a good job. I think he's a powerful, athletic kid. Um, I think he's taking it in as fast as he can. Um, he's competitive. He wants to learn. And he's, he's doing a good job, man. I mean, for a, a freshman, you get reps. And from a physicality standpoint, he doesn't look overwhelmed or outmatched or anything like that. So we're, we're excited. He's, he's doing a good job. Josh Cuevas, is, it, is, is he showing kind yeah, of Yeah, he had two crushing blocks today. 
I mean, absolutely smashed two DNs in a row, like back-to-back plays. So he he's showing that he's not just a pass catcher, which is something we're really excited about because I think he's he's super athletic. I think he can do a lot of things in the pass game, but you know, want to see what he can do in run fits. And today was a, a great intro of that. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.